This is Very Bold Radio and Podcast with your host, Steve Teal, bringing encouragement through God's Word and through inspiring interviews. Go to VeryBold.com for information and updates and email Steve at VeryBold.com. And now here's your host, Steve Teal. What's going on, man? I'm so excited. Steve Teal with Very Bold Radio and Podcast. I've got Jarrell in studio. How are you doing, Jarrell? Let's go. I'm doing Let's good. Let's go, baby. <laughs> Let's go. We're going to have a great time. I don't know if you know Jarrell or if you do and just want to hear what's going on. He's got a bunch of things going on. He's got the Rise Movement going on. Mm-hmm. You've got this uh, worship event coming on that we're going to talk about, too. That's March 3rd. What's that called again, Jarrell? One Voice. One Voice. Yep. Okay. We're going to talk about One Voice. Yeah. But also for people who don't know you, I'm hoping to hear a little bit about, about your testimony, your story. Yeah. So, man, uh, we're going to cover that. Anything else before like somebody's like peeking in right now and they want to know what's coming up? Anything else you think God's put on your heart? We're just going to see what the Holy Spirit does. Yeah, let's jump into it, man. Okay, let's jump, let's into jump it. in. Where yeah. do you want to start? You want to tell us about your testimony or you yeah. want to tell us about this event coming up? Which one do you feel uh, like God's testimony. saying? Testimony. Let's, do, let's, let's do it. Let's yeah. do it. So uh, my name is Jarrell Flowers. Yeah, Jarrell uh, Flowers, but you're kind of a one-name sort of artist, right? I am. Ju- I, mean, I just I, go by Jarrell. <laughs> I mean, that's cool. I can't just go by Steve. I mean, you know, so I got you up there as Jarrell. I mean, yeah. but you're Jarrell Flowers. Yep, yeah. Yeah. Yep. And so uh, grew up in church, man. Yeah. Uh, PK, pastor's kid. Yeah. And uh, so I, I grew up in church until, um, you know, until – 17, I had a, a car accident, man. Wow. And that really kind of changed the trajectory of my life. Okay. Um, kind of got me to think, even after being raised up in church, it got me to start thinking if I was actually a disciple of Jesus or if I was just a churchgoer. Yeah. And that, I w- at that moment, I had to say, no, I, I think I'm a churchgoer. I'm, I'm going to church, but I'm yeah. doing my own thing, living my life the way that I wanted to live it. Yeah. Um, I was, wasn't a follower, a disciple of Jesus. Yeah. Um, so I ended up, uh, going to Bible school after that. So uh, how serious was this accident? I mean, it was, it was, it's a wake up call. But yeah. It, it was, yeah, it was, it was definitely a wake up call. So, okay. so long story short, yeah. I was, my family lived on a street called Holy Cross, okay. uh, right, right across, um, Calabria is going one way. Yeah. Holy Cross is going this way. Uh, and ironically, we live on a street called Holy uh-huh, Cross, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> like, <laughs> I like it. I like it. Yeah. Uh, on the west side of San Antonio. So um, so the car, like, just stalls in the middle of the road, like, on Calabria, oncoming traffic. Um, Dang. And so I'm, so I'm, the car stalls right here, and I'm seeing traffic coming this way. And, yeah, the car just, we had a collision there. Cars wow. totaled. Wow. I walked, uh, you know, I, I walked away without a scratch. Um, saw the people in the other car, just ladies coming out, her legs all bloody and all oh this kind of gosh. stuff. And it was just a crazy, like, crazy thing. And I was like, oh, wow. Like, the Lord really, like, this could have been a whole lot worse. Like, yeah. the Lord spared me. But what if he didn't? Like, where would I be? <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Um, so it was just, uh, so it was that kind of deal. And um, anyway, so I, I surrendered my life to the Lord at that point. Ended up going to Bible school, which I didn't really want to do. <laughs> Uh, my dad was a youth pastor at the time. One of the youth uh, girls came back from that same Bible school and was like, hey, I think Jarrell should go to Bible school. And I was like, you trying to throw me under the bus? Like, why did, Why are you trying to tell me what to do with my life right now? Um, but I, I actually ended up going to Bible school, going there. You for still went. So, yeah. yeah. 
going there for two years. I uh, went there for two years. Uh, it was a two-year program called Texas Bible Institute. So ended up going out there. Um, while all this was happening, uh, since I was real young, I yeah. have a love for, like, hip-hop music. And so yeah. I would – so I wrote my first verse when I was real small. How, Kept, what? Come on, yeah, man. Yeah. What and, do you remember? Do you remember it? Uh, man, Anything? I don't I don't remember. I, I remember that it was corny. I do remember that. <laughs> I do remember that. Um but I, but the kind of the way that that happened was I was actually watching Christian media. I think it was like TBN or something. And uh-huh. This guy who shouldn't have been rapping ended up <laughs> rapping, and and I got inspired by yeah. that. And I was yeah. like, okay, I I think I can do that. So I walked. I literally walked away. We were in my parents' room. I walked away, wrote my own verse, wow. came back, wow. and was like, hey, like. Uh, what do you think? This is my first one, and so, um, so I would continue to write. How old all do you think through. you were, though? I mean, I was like, I was like nine, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. something like nine or ten, yeah. maybe something like that. Um, okay. So anyway, I would like I would go. Uh, I just write. I'd write poetry. My, I'd find out later. My mom actually wrote poetry. My, oh. Part of a very musical family. So my okay. my mom writes poetry. My um, mom and dad both sing. Yeah. Um, you know, my sister, I have two sisters, uh, a younger brother, and they all, you know, they can sing. And it's just like all this, uh, you know, wow. all this creativity happening yeah. in our family. Yeah. Um, so I w- I'd keep on writing until, um, you know, it's time for me to go to Bible school. And yeah. then going the year after uh, the summer after my first year of Bible school, I started a hip hop group. Wow. Um, and so we started doing stuff here in town. What were y'all um, called? The Resurrected Soldiers. Yes. And, uh, yeah. Oh, okay. That was, dur- that was during the days of No Limit when everybody was a soldier and Ma- Master P and all that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> everybody was a soldier. Yeah. So uh, we were the Resurrected Soldiers. I like and, that. Uh, so we started doing stuff around the city. Um, and then I went back this to my about second year. back when? I mean, timeline-wise. Oh, so I- I, this was <laughs> – so I grad I I went my first Bible year of Bible school was two thousand I think okay okay yeah. all right so so yeah it was it was a while back okay yeah. all right um and so I so I ended up you know I ended up um kind of disbanding from that group after my second year because they didn't want long story short oh, man. they didn't want me to go back behind the music yes man, behind yeah, the music yeah they didn't want me to go back to, <laughs> to bible school and i was i'd already given my word okay. so that created some issues sure so i ended up ended up um starting my own thing and so started uh recording my own music all right was this um, under jarrell now under Jarrell. okay yeah, just okay. kind of in and out of um some label situations and then god just kind of called me to do my own thing yeah so started recording and then god just kind of took it from there but um well man there's yeah. more to that than there god took lot, it yeah. from there yeah. <laughs> well i want to hear the god took okay. it from there what okay. did god do from there so uh so i came back from my second year of bible school and this i'm yeah. mentioning this because it's kind of a key piece yeah. in, in this story yeah. is that i came back and i was looking for a job and i couldn't find a job for 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 anything yeah. like yeah I, like nothing would <laughs> nothing would land. I was selling like Cutco. I was there. selling Kirby vacuums. I was selling all that. Like that's what yeah. that's that's what time of day it was for me. And so <laughs> I ended. Up, <laughs> oh, yeah. So I ended up. Uh, you know, I was trying to find a job and couldn't do that. I think that God was sovereignly orchestrating. Oh yeah. That. Oh clearly. Um, 
clearly but, now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe yeah. not then. <laughs> yeah. I was like, man, what's wrong with me? Like, right. uh, so, so my dad, who, uh, he was a youth pastor, became an associate pastor. And then by the time I, um, was in this position, he was the senior pastor. And he was like, well, uh, we may have an opening for, for youth ministry coming up. And I was like, youth ministry? Like, I don't, like, I, I've I, been there too. Yes. So I, I was telling everybody, I'm like, man, I wanted to rap to the kids. I didn't want to be with the kids. Like, I right, right, right. Funny. That was, that was real life. And so, um, anyway, ended up doing that. I ended up accepting that position, um, hesitantly, but then God started working on my heart, taught me a lot about discipleship, walking with people through hard situations, all of that. Right. So, um, and so I, I'd served there at the church, um, for 13 ish years. Oh man, this is a run. Yeah. That's a long time. Yeah. So, I mean, of course, like, if you know about working at churches, and if bit, you're there, if you're there for a, a long time, the the responsibilities only increase. And they, so, yeah, they don't so I started away. off as a as a as a youth pastor. By the time I was done, I was overseeing the worship arts. I was seeing, oh. overseeing children's ministry and youth ministry, and yeah, it was a dance. Probably for, something else. For, yeah, probably like, something yeah. else. A whole, dance. whole lot. Of, I was I was an elder there, and and all wow. that kind of stuff. Okay. Uh, so yeah, so while, and you, you were um, still youth pastor at that point or like still youth pastor. So wow. I was still youth pastor, but then I was overseeing all this other stuff. Oh my gosh. At the same time, cause uh, when I'm talking about 13 yeah. years, right? So yeah. at the same time, like I would continue making music and okay. God would begin to bless that. And so I got a chance to tour and all that kind of stuff. Right. Okay. So headlining my own shows. What kind of tour? Like, are we talking about around Texas? We talking around the nation? So so my first one was like around Texas. And then, um, and then I went on another one with a friend. That one was around Texas. Yeah, that's. And then I did another one that was. It was called Between Dreams and Reality, and that one was like it was around the country. Dang. And then. And then uh, it was a few. It wasn't just in Texas. It was a few spots around the country. Yeah. It was in, ended up being like, um, like twenty twenty dates or something like Dang. that. Which yeah. was, uh, I was like, okay, and because I'm not signed at this point, yeah. I'm like, okay, this is that. Like God's got His hand on this. Like yeah. six six different states, yeah. twenty um, stops, and all that kind of stuff. So I was like, okay, God's God's doing something. And then um, so I finished that. And then I started touring with some other bigger artists, and then it just kind of like exploded from there. Wow! So, yeah, timeline like about when yeah, is so, this now? So this was wow. twenty twenty seventeen. Okay, is when I started. Uh, I did. I, I was wrapping up my Between Dreams tour, and then I was also touring with some other artists. Um, was a worship guy named Eddie James. I was touring with him and then another guy named Brian T with Kingdom Music. So I was okay. doing that, doing my own concerts. And so Dang. I was, wow. Uh, 2017, at the end of 2017, I think I was out a uh, hundred, uh, about a hundred days. And I was also trying to do the work, right? At oh the church. my gosh. And so I just okay. kind of hit this, like, uh, just kind of hit this burnout moment. It was pretty crazy. Uh, I mean, I imagine your wife hit a burnt out moment too when you're gone a hundred days. She is super strong. Okay. Like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So this, that's my, my rough calculation. Wow. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was about that. Yeah. It was, it was pretty wild, man. Um, but then, uh, that's crazy. Yeah. So, so 
what ended up happening at twenty the end of twenty seventeen, I started like I, I really got burned out. Yeah. And a lot of it had to do with the fact that I didn't have I didn't feel like I had community as an artist. Mm. And so uh you know, you get to these places in ministry where you you have people that are kind of overseeing you and you're serving them and then you have people who are in ministries that are serving under you and it's just like I didn't feel like I had any place to be myself, any mm. place to be real and authentic and say, hey, man, I'm struggling with, with this or with that. And I just I didn't feel like I had it. Now, some of that was very real. And then some of that was just kind of lies of the enemy, I think. OK. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. And so but either way, it was kind of it's, it's what I felt. And so I ended up. That sounds like the enemy, like that there was enough yeah. truth there that I oh, mean, yeah. that was true, yeah. that then he exploits it and makes it, you know, yeah. worse or twist it a little bit. Yeah, it, it's it's definitely not that I didn't have anybody, right. um, but I, I felt I felt that way. Yeah. And then, of course, when you're in ministry, sometimes you get jaded by seeing how people treat other people. Yeah. And you're like, there's no way I'm talking to you about anything. Right. You know what I mean? Right, <laughs> like, so, right, right, uh, yeah. Uh, that's just just the reality of it, right? Right. And so, that's um, true. So 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 there's that side of it, and then there's the side of like, you feel like you can't go to the people that are kind of overseeing you because you don't want to feel like you you're the guy with the issues, and right. you know right. I'm I'm I was the youngest elder there at the at the time, yeah. So I'm like, I'm like, who do I go to? Yeah. yeah. So fast forward, I ended up um, having a because of all the stuff that I was going through, I ended up having a meetup at my house with a couple other creatives. And I was like, man, cause I, I linked that to creativity. I was the only guy that was actually, you know, on at my church, who was actually going out and doing stuff with, you know, like touring. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so I was like, who is anybody else going to really understand me if I'm just talking about that kind of stuff? Yeah. So I I connected to some other creatives in our city. It was like two or three guys. Yeah. Because um, I told my wife about it. She was like, "You need to have some people over." Yeah. Like, you know, she's already. We have two kids at this point. Yeah. And um, and I was I was dealing with some serious. Like I was dealing with suicidal thoughts, oh, all this man. kind of stuff. Like oh, it, was, it was not man. a good situation. Whoa. So she was like, "Yeah, you need to have some other people over. I think it would be healthy for you." And so we, I did that. It was super life giving, and um, I, I ended up putting it online. And I'm, I'm telling you the truncated, short version. But Un, untruncated, a, yeah, yeah, untruncated. <laughs> man, your testimony has a testimony. Yeah. Like I thought your yeah. testimony was your testimony, but it sounds like a round two yeah. testimony. Yeah. I mean, if you were dealing with suicidal thoughts, yeah. I mean, whatever you can walk us yeah. through the untruncated version, yeah. of it, even though I'm making up words. Yeah, I'm, I mean, <clears throat> I mean, it it's it was just that, like it was it was, uh, you know, the enemy wants to make us feel alone. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. And uh, if if we can feel alone, we feel like we're the only one going through something. That's right. Then he he wants to take us away from community, yeah. and then yeah, and then he's just then we're just this one little cheap out there isolated I mean? right isolated, he right? loves isolation yeah and so um so it you know the crazy thing um because part of this is true right sometimes we are in churches and we we can be in a room full of people and feel isolated yeah that's true right yep. like yeah and, and and it's ironic yep. because it's the place where we're supposed to be the family of god 
and we feel like we don't have anybody. Right. Right. And so, so some of that is, some of that is, uh, not true because there are people out there who love us and they care for Mm -hmm. us. But then some of it is also like the way that we structure things, um, Mm -hmm. in church Mm -hmm. culture. That's true. Is, is not given towards real genuine community. It's given towards, Hey, let's hear somebody speak and we'll gather in this room and then afterwards, we can talk about what the guy said. If we, if you're really committed, you join a small group, right. and uh, you know, it's just it's yeah. it, it doesn't feel like authentic to where people can actually share their burdens and That's do good. the one another's like bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. Like where does mm. where does that happen in mm. what what we do as in church culture? So. Uh, so I was feeling a little bit of both. I was feeling like the, the lies of the enemy for sure. And I was also seeing the reality of where yeah. we are yeah. in, in, in church culture. And so it was, um, so yeah, it was just kind of like, kind of a wake up call to me. And I was like, man, I wonder if other creatives feel the same way that I feel right now. Yeah. Um, because creativity in and of itself can feel very, when it's, when it's honest art, you're really digging deep down into mm. your soul. There's a lot mm. of introspection going on. Sure. You're, you're burying your soul on whatever you're creating, right? And right. so uh, sometimes the very act of creating can be, uh, if we if we take our cue from the world, it can be isolating. Mm. I don't. I really don't believe that that's how God has um, created us to create. Mm. I mean, we see that just in the natural order of things, it, it, there's collaboration in creation. Mm, that's um, good. That's good. Right God there. even says, even though he, we believe in one God, mm-hmm. he chooses to say, let us make man in our image and likeness. There is this collaboration that's, I feel like is part of the divine order mm. um, to create your best mm. at, at your best. Yeah. Um, but if we take our cue from the world, it's like, oh, I've got to do this thing. And I've got to uh, mm. come up with something awesome and so everybody can love me and mm. love my thing. And it's just like, you know. So so I was mm. like, man, I wonder if wow. other creatives can feel isolated. Yeah. Because they're, you know, maybe they're doing it the world's way. And, uh, and yeah, so we made a little sign-up sheet, put it online. Within this effort, is still yeah. can I sorry and yeah. I feel like the spoiler alert but I mean is this still like does this wind up being the thing that helps you most with like this dark time that you're going through exactly. of, I mean this exactly. is the thing that kind of so to speak I mean I know it's Jesus but kind of saves you yeah this is the thing yeah and your your wife like was that I mean I love wives like that yeah. but she was that smart and insightful that she picked up on man what you need is community where you can mm-hmm. pour this out mm-hmm. And this this wound up being the thing. This wound up this wound up being the rise movement. So yeah. okay. so ended okay. up so we ended up putting so, it online. So go back. I just yeah. I mean wow that's yeah. amazing. Boy yeah, yeah. Um, so, so you put it online. Yeah, go ahead, Joel. Yeah. Sorry, we put it online, and uh, within the first week, it was like a hundred people responded, and from different parts of the country actually what? onto this thing, and they're like, yes, I need community. Um, and then a few weeks later, it was like another hundred, and so it just wow. became this big thing most most of the people were from san antonio so what we ended up doing was we started meeting on a monthly basis the first time we had like a big old barbecue we had speakers and because a lot of them were hip-hop artists and all that kind of stuff so we ended up uh just meeting and we met at 
what was the name of the park in New Braunfels? Uh, Landa Park. Landa Park. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. 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 That's a good one. Got the train. Yeah. I live out in New Braunfels. I was just there the other day. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's where that's where we met up, and um, and it was such a great time where people just came together, yeah. and there was not this whole competition. Right. Of like it was just everybody just kind of hanging out and just having fun. Yeah. And so we just continued to do that, and we do that for a year, almost two years. Okay. So this was like yeah, so we we did that in 2018. And we did that all the way up until COVID. Yeah, all the way up until COVID. Yeah, and and to be honest with you, man, yeah. I feel like it was you know a lot of tragic things happened in COVID, but I also believe that God really showed us a lot. He showed us ourselves. Yeah. He showed us how self centered we were. Mm. Um, he showed us how program driven we were Ooh. instead of people driven. It's good, Jarrell. And so it was like, so for me, I was like, okay. You know, because it started, it started becoming a burden. The event, the monthly event, started becoming a burden, oh. and not really what I, I needed family, right? Right. Like kingdom family. That's what I needed. I didn't need another event to do. Production. I was already doing. You didn't need a production yeah. to put <laughs> yeah. to put on, <laughs> yeah. and that's what it be, can become, right? It, it, yeah. So easily, right? Yeah. And yeah. the name of building community, building right. kingdom family. It's just like, okay, now we're now we're doing events, and yeah. now I got to be the event coordinator instead right. of. You know the person who's present, right? And so oh, that's good. Too. Uh, so so then, uh, COVID shut everything down. We yeah. ended up look. Um, we ended up uh, focusing on. Okay, so yeah, I also have to say that like during this time, good. there was a there was a couple of communities that started forming within Rise. The whole the banner of Rise. Yeah, yeah. A couple of communities started forming. We focused on one specific community, and just started doing discipleship through Zoom. Right. And so yeah. we're just kind of hanging out, sharing biblical truths. Yeah. And that is what ended up um, during that time. People just started coming and saying, hey, I want to start a community. I want to start a community with Rise. And so what wow. started off as this one group of creatives has now today turned into a network of artist led communities. That's awesome. So we have. Um, yeah, so there's like there's five communities connected to That's Rise great. right now. That's great. Um, one's a photography community. What? Yeah, yeah. That's, That's cool. There's like our, it's called SA Creatives. They're, it's probably like our largest one. Wow. It's like they'll, they'll do a pop-up and 100 people will show up. That's crazy. And most wow. of them are unbelievers too. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it's, okay. It's yeah. so crazy, yeah. man. Yeah. Um, and so they they're amazing um, at mission the you know the mission aspect of what yeah. they do, um, and then we we've, we've got um, a couple of house churches that are artist led, um, yeah. And so wow. so they'll you know one one of them has like about twenty or so, and they meet at a clubhouse uh, off of Babcock, yeah. an apartment clubhouse. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So they're geared more towards college students. They reach those guys, and um, there's another one way out there off of like sixteen oh four and. Past one fifty, uh, one fifty one yeah. out there. Wait, yeah. past yeah, sixteen past sixteen oh four and ninety is okay. A, a friend's okay. house of mine, and yeah. and yeah, he he's he's got about fifty people over wow. here, over there in his house. They meet weekly, um, and then then there's a there's one called one uh, Rise Worship Collective. So it's a group of worship leaders from okay. around around the city. 
Um, and then there's One City Collective, which is a group of pastors and leaders. And they're the, those are the people that's actually putting on the event for March 3rd. Okay. All right. Well, go ahead and tell us about uh, the event March March 3rd. Yeah. yeah. So, so you're uh, – and also I just want to say you must be really proud, I mean, that because if you had had just one community and it didn't wind up becoming other, you know, communities – then, you know, you step away or somebody else steps away, that thing just goes away. But mm-hmm. you've got mm-hmm. communities going that are going to keep going no matter what. Yeah. And so. that's, that's uh, you know, uh, I joke around sometimes. I'm like, man, cause we called it the Rise Movement because we knew by faith that's what it was going to be. Like we mm. knew that it was going to be a a movement. But in order for a movement to be a movement, it has to be empowering. You can't try to, like, control like I can't try to control everything. I yeah. got to empower other people. It really is servant leadership. It's saying, "Hey, um I'm going to I'm I'm going to lead, but I'm going to lead by serving. So what is God putting in your heart? How do I empower that? Yeah. Like how do I how do we make that go?" And uh, as people go along the way, they're like, "Oh, well, I need to know this or I need resources of this or all this kind of stuff. And, and we're there, yeah, we're there for yeah, them, yeah. but we don't, but we don't control it. And I almost, I almost killed it because I almost tried to, like I tried sure. to control it. Sure. Um, yeah. And then it was really the grace of God that was just like, okay, you need to be very open handed with what mm. you're doing. Mm. Um, realize that it's, it's God's church. It's not my thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, it, yeah, that just allows me to be very open-handed with this. That's and good. So, that's good. Uh, <clears throat> empowering culture, man. That's, yeah. That's what we try to, try okay. Try to do. Okay. So the uh, which which group or community do you wind up being like a part of most for you then? One or yeah. two of them? Or just- yeah, right now. Um, right now it's uh, Rise Worship Collective, um, okay. which is the worship leader community. Okay. And then kind of out of that one, um, this – one city thing that came happened. out of yeah. that. Okay. And it's, it's very, very organic because, uh, we, with one city, pastor Gene is a part of that uh-huh. amazing yep. man. of God. Yep. I just met with him today, Yep. but we started meeting maybe about eight, seven, eight months ago. Okay. And just, you know, the, the idea behind one city is, you know, what if the older generation and the younger generation are actually coming together? There's, uh, scripture mm. in Malachi chapter four that talks about um, the spirit of Elijah turning the hearts of the fathers to the sons and the hearts of the sons to the fathers. Luke one seventeen echoes that same verse. It does yeah, um, it does. And so we're just like, yo, what if what if the older generation can come together with the younger generation to prepare wow. the way for the Lord? Um, and so we just started talking through that, and then he was he was like, man, I just want to come alongside you and serve you. Uh, however, however I can, and he's and he's just a great. That's one one of the reasons why we get along is because we both have that thing of like empowering people. Yeah, we want to empower yeah. people, and so he's been very careful to to even though he's older and you know been around has more years than me. He's uh he's just very like hey how how do we serve and all yeah, that kind of stuff and so awesome. I let him know like hey uh this Rise Worship Collective we're about to do four events um in 2023 we just feel like the Lord wants to have us on mission um very unique for the Rise Worship Collective because they're worship leaders and so a lot of times worship leaders don't really engage in the great commission because they feel like they're 
this is the great commission for them, right? Yeah, yeah. Like the the yeah. guitars, and I'm I'm helping to usher in the presence of the Lord, so I don't really have to disciple mm. people. I don't really have to spread the gospel myself. I can just, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Be a part of something, and and you know the Bible, the great commission for all of us. Mm, that's good. Yeah, it's for the that's people good. on stage. It's for the people in the in the audience. It's for everybody. Right. Everybody right. go make disciples, and so. With Rise Worship, we wanted to create an outlet for worship leaders to be on mission, which is why we had it outside. Yeah. Um, we, you know, we wanted to have it somewhere where, you know, where people get a chance to uh, share the gospel, like an open air. So, yeah. Uh, so I told him about that, and he was like, "Man, let's do it." And so he brought some pastors to the table. I brought some uh, some leaders to the table, and that's where this. That's one city collective. That's what happened. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. uh, just for the details and particulars, we're talking about March 3rd. Yes. And tell us where and tell us yeah. what it's going to kind of maybe look like. And yeah. who's invited? Yeah. I mean. Yeah. So who's invited? Everybody's invited. Okay. Um, it's not just for the worship community. Not it really just for is the worship for, community. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really for everybody. And we've been uh, fasting and praying for, you know, a group of us have been fasting and praying for 23 days now it'll be 30 days before it's over yeah um but yeah. we've been praying and fasting specifically for the lost so that god would mm-hmm. bring um mm-hmm. the lost who need to hear the gospel um come to faith and also be baptized and so we're gonna have a, a baptism trough there wow and just we're just gonna go for it and yep. so love it um that's march 3rd seven o'clock at the weston center um 112 Pecan Street. and That was impressive how you remember yeah. that. I mean, I've had to <laughs> say that a, a couple of times. <laughs> yeah, so, um, so yeah, it, and it's, you know, it's, it really is for everybody. Do you, do you envision, like, families showing up, or do you envision, yeah. I mean, just whoever? Well, yeah, fam- families are showing up. Uh, okay. As far as, okay. as you know, I've, I've have friends, obviously, who are coming to this, and they're bringing their whole families. Yeah, and yeah. It's just kind of cool. Like the Weston Center actually has a little area where um, it's like a it's like a green turf area. Okay. And uh, so it's like really accommodating for families with kids yeah. and all that kind of stuff. So it's that so that's really cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we we really don't know what's going to happen. We have an idea. Yeah. Uh, you know, we there's going to be worship there. There's yeah. going to be uh, prayer. There's going to be exhortation. I'm going to share the gospel. Uh, There's going to be baptisms. Yeah. And so we have an idea of what the elements are going to be. But especially like with what's going on in the country right now, the way that God is pouring out his spirit, we just want to steward the moment well. Right. We don't. Right. uh, so we just want to let the Lord know we're not in charge. We have an idea, and we feel like that idea is because of the things that he's put in our hearts. Yeah. How that's going to look. We're just going to show up and just yeah. see what God does, man. Yeah. And so. <laughs> I love it. Man, that is yeah. exciting. That yeah. is really exciting. All right. So that's March 3rd. What day is that? Sorry. I'm sure Friday you night. Friday night, March yeah. 3rd, 7 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And man, let's see what God does. Yeah. Let's see what God does. That's yeah. exciting. All right. Uh, time-wise, I want to honor where we are. So just another minute or so, if you want, if there's anything else you just feel like God's putting on your heart to share with somebody. Or uh, anything God has been showing you. I mean, yeah. obviously, you're pretty in the moment with this, <laughs> yeah. huh? It's real exciting. Yeah, I, you know, I, you know, I really feel like the the Holy Spirit is, yeah. and we're seeing it. Um, you've probably seen the Asbury revival right. stuff, all right. that kind of stuff. We're seeing that God is pouring out a Spirit, no respecter of persons. Mm. So 
we have to understand mm-hmm. that the only thing that God is waiting for us uh, to do is make ourselves available. Yeah. And sometimes we're not available. Like we communicate to the Lord that we're not available because we're doing all of our stuff. Right. It's, it's uh, Martha and Mary. Right. right? Right. Sitting, instead of sitting at the feet of Jesus, we're working, we're trying to do our own things. And there's, it's such a, it's such a, how do I say this? It's like a, it's very natural. What, what Martha was doing in that story, she wasn't doing anything bad. Right. Like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like right. she was, like she was, she was, uh, it's very natural to say, oh man, the presence, you know, the presence of, of Christ is here. Like, let me serve. serve. Like, yeah, let me, yeah. let me do like, yeah. And, and serving actually needs to be done. Oh, hundred percent. Right? Um, thank but, you for my wife, Lord yeah. Jesus. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> so, so there, so there's, there's not anything bad, but I think what Jesus says to Mary, um, you know, that she's, she's, I'm paraphrasing this, yeah. but she, she's chosen like the better thing right mm-hmm. now, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Like she's, she's, she's deciding to sit here and listen to my words. And so I think the presence of God informs what we do versus, hey, let me do something and pray that God is pleased to pray good. that he blesses it. Right. Yeah. Now we're in a space where the presence of God informs what we're doing. Yeah. And we move based on what he's doing. It's like like I said, it was so it was so easy to to work. I think about the story of Peter during the mountain of transfiguration. Right. It's Peter, Mm -hmm. James and John. And they see this glory from God. And what do they do? What does Peter say? Man, I know exactly what we need. We need to make tents right now for each of you. And so he's like, and the Bible says that while he's still speaking, the voice came from heaven. This is my beloved son. Listen to him. In other words, in other words, get your mind off the tents. Get your mind off of, don't, don't try to camp out here and make a little tents for all the, you know, for Elijah, Moses, and Jesus, right. like just focus on Jesus. Yes. Right? Yeah. And I think I think that's what the Lord is telling mm. us to do. It's good. Forget all the stuff. Yeah. Just focus on Jesus mm. and then let that inform that's good. our yeah. obedience. Yeah. Right? That's good. That's good. Yeah. All right, man. There's no better way to <laughs> stop this than that. That was perfect. That was awesome, man. I said, you got something to share? No, not really. And then you just go. It was awesome, man. All I, didn't, right. I didn't know. Until I know. I, I, the Holy, just open your mouth. Let the Holy Spirit go. All so, right. all right, Mark, where do you want us to close? Where do you want me here? There? Where do you want me? Right there. All right. Thank you. Thanks. We got the marksman doing his thing. Uh, man, that's Jarrell. And what a blessing, man. Really appreciate you coming on yeah. and appreciate your answer to God's call. And uh, we're a very bold radio and podcast because we're very bold ministries. What we're trying to be is very bold because of God's great love and what Jesus has done for you and what Jesus has done for me, what Jesus has done for Jarrell. Mm-hmm. And then you, you answer that with how can I be very bold? Like what does God want me to do? What, he, what does he want me to be? Sometimes it's just, man, just being in the presence of Jesus, filling up and fueling up, and then let him say, okay, here we go. So um, mm-hmm. I just encourage you to be listening for the Spirit to speak to you. Listen, what is he saying to you right now? And then let him equip you and let's go. Let's do what he says. All right, this is it, 2 Corinthians 3.12. You can reach me at steve at verybold.com, steve at verybold.com. This is what the Apostle Paul, he put it better than I can. He said this, 2 Corinthians 3.12. Therefore, since we have such a hope, we are very bold. 
Very Bold Radio and Podcast with your host, Steve Teal, bringing encouragement through God's Word and through inspiring interviews. Go to VeryBold.com for information and updates and email Steve at VeryBold.com.